Hello, hello, and welcome back to Fluently Forward, the podcast teaching you all the best dance moves and how to build a bomb. I don't know. (laughs) Happy holidays, everyone. I'm recording this um, the Friday, Christmas Eve, so I hope everyone had a blast uh, celebrating or honestly just having time off. I feel like We've all had a hard three weeks. We needed some time off. So I'm just going to get right into the episode, the little like pre-record that I normally do. I'm just going to do that at the end. Uh, So if you want to hear about trending topics or anything like that, it'll be after the main gist of today's episode. And of course, over on Instagram, I have a breakdown of everything that we talk to. I just want to get to the main point of today's episode because I... (laughs) I edited it on the plane ride down here to Florida where I'm spending the holidays and I was like riveting rock hard in my seat. I was so excited. I love a good conspiracy theory. Today I talk with Skinfluence by MSK. I'll have her tagged in everything up on socials, but she's a fellow conspiracy theorist and we talk about pop culture celebrity theories like all the way from who is Khloe Kardashian's real dad to is Mark Zuckerberg, a reptile person. And then we also just talk about like regular conspiracy theories. I'm talking like what's going on with the pyramids and stuff like that. So it's really fun. Let's get into it and stay tuned afterwards for some kind of trending topics we're going to talk about. All right. So I am here with Skinfluence by MSK, aka Megan. And she is a TikToker who, like me, also talks about conspiracy theories ranging from like mermaids and that type of I call it like the OG conspiracy theories which I'm also into but you also talk about conspiracy theories with celebrities and politicians and things like that so before we kind of get into we're going to go over like the kind of traditional conspiracy theories like the Illuminati the clonings and then we're going to talk about you know a little bit more topical information but I want to know how did you first get into conspiracies like what was kind of the first one that you remember being obsessed with? I have been in two conspiracies all the way back since the MSN days. Do you remember like you'd be on MSN on your laptop and me and my friends would be like sending each other these YouTube videos be like, oh my God, like the devil runs Hollywood and all. I'm like, what? Oh my God. I feel like that's the conspiracy theory. Like when people, people... I don't know, maybe the most popular conspiracy theory is like 9-11, you know, situations around that. But right up on its tail is the Illuminati and the devil running Hollywood and things like that. And like all like celebrities doing the all seeing eye and they sold their souls for fame and listening. You know what one I used to love listening to songs backwards and like people would like find meaning in them and I'm like, oh. We did that in one of my psychology classes where we played, um, oops, I did it again backwards. And it sounds, I'll insert a clip here, but it sounds like Britney Spears is saying, sleep with me. I'm not too young. Yes. All my days. Yeah. And then looking back on it, I'm like, was my teacher a conspiracy? Like, what did that have to do with psychology? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. One of us. Yeah. Yeah. All the subliminal, I can't say properly, all the subliminal messages and stuff. And obviously, you know, with Disney and stuff, the subliminal messages in that, like in The Lion King, where like the air spells out like sex. Yes. And then there's also one where in Aladdin, um, you know, Aladdin is on the magic carpet outside of her balcony and he's kind of like wrestling with the tiger. And he says, good children, take off your clothing, (gasps) which like... Sometimes I find some of these theories a little bit like qanon or a little bit crazy. So I'm like, I don't know if I believe all of them, but I will say, I do think it's weird how 
sexualized children's movies are like when I so many people now are like oh my god you're dressing up as a Disney princess and like you're sexualizing her and I'm like I don't know you see like there was no reason why Ariel needed to have that seashell bra she could have been a mermaid in a one piece and Jasmine didn't have to be in that red outfit where she's seducing Jafar like some of the things that happen in children's movies are yes. just a little bit not when you g-rated think about it now like obviously because we're like in our 20s when you think back it's like what the hell like, it's so obvious now but yeah it's the way we were programmed then to think as teenagers and stuff it's like it's all been programmed from the time we were literally so young oblivious to our parents and everything like it's just nobody knew this I think about that all the time too I'm like you know I'm sure for ethical reasons you could never do this but I wish so badly that you could take a group of like a hundred babies and just raise them on an island by themselves and just see without these movies and music and billboards like how would somebody grow up if they're not being socialized because I feel like there's so many little tweaks that happen to us and that was something I thought about too um just when I was like thinking about my sexuality in college I was like yeah, like I like guys, but I've also liked girls, but I tell myself not to. And I think a big part of that is growing up. There's Mm -hmm. so many conditions of like guy and the girl and the prince and the princess and prince charming. And if I grew up with different movies, would I be impacted in a different way? So it's weird to think about. It's, It's like Barbie dolls as well. Like all the Barbie dolls that you used to play when you were younger were all like tall skinny blonde like yes. there was no representation and now I I noticed like when I was shopping the other day for Christmas like there are loads of Barbie dolls like some of them are in wheelchairs and there's like plus size different you know ethnicities and stuff and it's amazing to see but I really wish that we had that when we were younger yes. I mean the closest we did was brat dolls but they were kind of over sexualized as well if you think about it like oh completely you know yeah. what I'm still waiting for? A Barbie doll with pubic hair. I'm like, justice oh, yeah. for the pubes. They're always like waxed raw. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, come on. No vagina looks that great. So <laughs> yeah. conditioning. Oh. Okay. And then LOL dolls as well. Sorry, but I just think they're oh, wow. so weird. Do you have them in America? I don't know. No, I'm going to Google. We had a, we had American Girl dolls, which were like a little bit bigger, but LOL dolls. Let me look them up. They are so provocative. Like they're like the doll of the moment. And I see, and I was in TK Maxx, so it's like TJ Maxx in America. Oh yeah, I love TK Maxx and yeah. TJ Maxx, yeah. And I just seen like this cushion and it was like an LOL doll. And like, it had like these big, huge red lips and like hoop earrings on a cushion for kids. I was like, yeah. that's very, it just was very a bit too advanced. I was like, oh. No, it is weird. And I think with every conspiracy theory, I always take it the next step further. And I'm like, okay, what's the reason for it? So let's take something crazy, like the flat earth conspiracy theory. I'm like, okay, I like to keep an open mind with every single conspiracy theory. I'll at least entertain it in my head because I just view it as entertainment. Um, And I'm like, you know, let's see you know, let let me try to devil's advocate and make a case for this. So with flat earth theory, one day I was like, okay, let me pretend I believe in this because technically, you know, I've never seen earth from outer space. So like, maybe it could be flat, you know, like, I guess it does. I look out into the ocean. I guess it does look flat. You know, you're like reading all the points of the opposing argument, but then I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, but what would they gain? Like if this group is trying to convince us that the earth is round, how does that impact? Like, where's the money? You know, cause I feel like most conspiracy theories come down to where the money is and that I just can't really understand. And I also, when I think about 
all of the Barbie dolls being sexualized. I'm like, okay, but then what's the end goal just to get kids acting more sexy? Like, you know, so I always try to take a conspiracy theory to the next level and be like, okay, what would be the benefit of trying to like convert the masses on this or something? So I know that's why, and like the flat earth theory as well. I like you, I, I think when we post videos and stuff, like I, you've probably noticed this as well. Like you'll get a lot of people like just coming straight out and attacking you being like, oh my God, like you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. And I always try and reiterate that I am just like what you said, entertaining, like the fact that it's so polarizing that I just, I'll mention it. And that I want to see everybody's opinions on it because I just find it fascinating. I'm not saying that I believe every single one that I cover because that would just be insane. But like you, I like to entertain and I'm like, hmm, what are the reasons for it? What are the reasons against it? And a hundred percent. And have you heard that quote where it's like, okay, like I understand you don't want to be a crazy conspiracy theorist, but it's just as weird if you're someone who believes everything you're told. So you think that the government hasn't ever lied to us once. Well, that's just as crazy as being a conspiracy theorist. Like, you know, and I always go back to the, um, do you remember? Well, it was way before our time, but there was a point in history where cigarette companies had like pictures of pregnant women smoking and saying cigarettes are good for the baby. Like, yes. I think about that all the time. Yeah. Like so many things that people lied to us about and, you know, even the food pyramid that, um, you know, we see all the time where it's like grains are here and vegetables are there that food, you know, the government subsidizes the meat and dairy industry. So Mm -hmm. they have a stake in trying to make sure that Americans consume more meat and dairy because they subsidize those industries. So that was why the food pyramid was created to push those products more than fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And obviously red meat is now classified as a type one carcinogenic. Yeah. Yeah. So It's just insane. And I know we're kind of getting off topic, so we'll go back to celebrities soon, but I think all the time, like things that used to be good for us. And now we're like, oh my God, it's horrible. Like let's take cigarettes for one example. You know what I think the next one is, I think it has to do something with screens and our eyes. Cause you know how like screen time, they say, don't look at it before bed. It kind of makes your eyes tired. It can give you a headache. I feel like one day they're going to look back at all of the screen time we have without wearing like protective goggles and be like, how were you not wearing blue light glasses all the time? Now your like eyesight is affected. Yeah, it's got, that's what my mom's always saying. That she's like, literally, the screens have a big part to play. Like, I have glasses now for when I'm on, you know, when I'm editing yeah. on my phone. But like, my eyesight was absolutely perfect, like a couple of years ago. I know I'm getting older, but you know, it's just yeah. like the headaches I was getting. And like, I'd feel just like I was spinning around. And it was all because I needed glasses because I spent too much time on. Like, it's, it's totally mother's <laughs> intuition, you know, that's yeah. why they're always like on screen time. Okay, so. Let's kind of start with the top. Um, When it comes to the Illuminati, I don't know much about it. You probably know more than I do, but my like 101 reasoning of the Illuminati is there is a huge group of like elite people and I guess they have ties to the devil or something like that. Mm -hmm. And if you sacrifice someone or if you sign your soul over to the devil, they will ensure that you can be wealthy and famous and have all of this influence. And then they'll kind of use you as like a spokesperson for the devil to like get out satanic or satanic um, messaging to the people because they made you famous. Is there anything I'm missing on like that theory? 
that's pretty much it, isn't it? It's like the likes of like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Jay-Z. They're like Illuminati puppets. Well, that's the conspiracy. That's the theory. Anyway, so as you said, they sign over their life, their soul to the devil, whoever, whatever that means. Like, I always struggle with this. I'm like, so you sign your soul over. So when you die, you go to hell. But how? Like, it's so complicated. I just don't understand it. Like, yeah, just, there's, there's a lot of uh, loopholes. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. sounds when you're when I'm, ta- I'm saying it out loud now and I'm like, this sounds so ridiculous, but. Then the imagery and like obviously Epstein Island, like I feel like that has like that's just shocked the world. And as you yeah. said in your podcast, like that was a conspiracy theory, like just a few years ago. And now well, that's what keeps me hooked kind of on this conspiracy train is that so many blind items that I've read do end up coming true. And so many conspiracy theories like Epstein that I've been looking into for years do end up coming true. So it's like if you know, no one's a conspiracy theorist because they're just insane. It's because every couple of years, a few of these things are confirmed as right. And you're like, oh my God, what else does that lead me to? And um, I don't know. I think almost like when you think of the Illuminati, imagine if it was a metaphor and instead of the devil, you know, you sell your soul to the devil and he speaks through you. I almost wonder if it was a metaphor instead for like brands or companies, because let's say you and I are at like couple hundred thousand on TikTok, right? That's like a following. So companies will sponsor you to sell their product or their app to your followers. And like, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes if I follow someone I really like and they're vouching for something, I will totally be interested in buying it. So, and that's like a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of fame. So imagine if like, if Beyonce pushed diet coke on people like imagine how much that would sell out so while I don't really think that the devil is involved I do think if you're Amazon or you're Nestle and you're able to get a celeb sponsorship it just increases your advertising tenfold so I totally think that some people out there are trying to take advantage of these celebrities because each singer and actress and YouTuber is basically an entirely new medium to advertise to people through. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think the Illuminati, it's it's big, big people that we probably don't even know about. Like you said, you know, the richest man on earth, nobody knows who he is because they have that much that money. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna know. So I feel like it's, it's that level and these celebrities are puppets like they're just you know but you know what I find really strange did you ever hear of Marina Abramovich I think that's her name no I'm gonna look her up right now yeah she's a really dark person I think she's like um she's something in some way is this the person wait a Serbian performer yes so she's like an artist but like her art pieces and stuff are really like sinister and she hosts these like parties for celebrities and like she'll make like a cake but it's supposed to be like kind of think Katy Perry Bon Appetit video like it's a person like a dead body yeah and they're eating from it because it's a cake yeah, and like Lady well, Gaga Bella Hadid and all were seen at these parties and it's just really unsettling if you see the pictures it's like ugh. these people kind of feed into it too because sometimes you yeah. have like weird creepy music videos or you have that um movie Eyes Wide Shut right with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and it's like okay are some of these people trying to talk about what's going on or 
are they just kind of making fun of the Illuminati and trying to get clicks on things? Like, I'm not sure yeah. if you remember when um, Justin Bieber did that song and people thought that he was going to speak about the child molestation that happens in Hollywood. Um, yeah. What song was it? What? Yummy or was it what do you yes, mean? Yummy. And he kept posting all of these pictures on his Instagram of like children's and toddlers and babies' faces. And the music video was like really weird and kind of Illuminati related. And people were like, you know, it's no doubt in my mind that Justin Bieber was definitely abused in the industry oh, growing up. 100%. Yeah. So a lot of people thought that he was going to blow the lid off of it. But what I think too is all of these people think that celebrities are so powerful. They're so influential. Like you and I said, they're really not. It's the people behind the scenes because Justin Bieber, he's under the thumb of Scooter. He's under the thumb of so many people. Britney Spears, right? She was under a conservatorship. Taylor Swift didn't even have the rights to her own music. Kesha was being abused by Dr. Luke. It's like, you think that these celebrities are at the top of their game. Like you said, they're puppets. They're completely at the beck and will of all of these people. Like I just came across a video today on TikTok and it was Liam Payne from One Direction and he was talking about how, you know, everybody looked at One Direction as they were literally living their best life. They were living everyone's dream. Do you know what I mean? But he said at the end of the day, like they'd be leaving the hotel, going to the venue, performing, going back to the hotel and they'd all be in their own separate rooms, locked in and Liam Payne said like he then obviously was on his own in the room. So he was like, well, what am I going to do? Oh, there's a mini bar. So he was like, it was torture. And he goes, and I've carried that on with me even after One Direction. Like basically he was saying like One Direction kind of like ruined his life in a weird, like he's happy for the platform, but also it's not, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's not everything or more, you know? Yeah. Like just because someone's on a billboard doesn't mean that they're at the top of the no. pyramid, you know? It, in fact, it can mean that they're at the bottom. And I've been rewatching Hannah Montana. And at the time I was like, oh my God, she has the life. She gets to perform. Yeah. It was fun at the time as a kid. I thought she had her life made, but I look back on it now. She had to be on set. She had to be trained. Like her schooling was in a trailer. Then she was doing concerts. Then she was doing advertisements on the side. Then she was doing um, a record. You know, she was singing all of those songs for the different albums that came out. I just look back on it. And to me, that's like a form of abuse. I have no, I wouldn't be able to handle that workload at 28. So I have no idea how a 16 year old was doing it. It's great. And it's like the K-pop um, industry as well. Like yeah. all these K-pop stars, like literally go through hell. Like they're fainting on stage because they're not given any breaks or, you know, proper food and everything. And like, they're so like k-pop is like the new like that's like the the way the music industry is going now so like they're like the celebrities you know the, it's not like pop like soft pop like britney and stuff now or ariana grande yeah. even it's all just gone out it's like the k-pop industry is like the industry and now but they're going through like literally they don't even see their money and like they're going through hell like they're being overworked beyond like just overworked you know what i mean it's it's and that's scary. the thing with the money too. Like I think about the Disney stars growing up, like Bella Thorne has said pretty openly, she mm. was the breadwinner for the family. So she couldn't stop working as a child at Disney, but her mom kept all of the money. She didn't see any of it. And if you're one of these K-pop stars and you're like, okay, well, like I need to keep working to get my money at the end of the year. 
But if I quit now, that's the crazy thing about this industry. There's another girl to take your place tomorrow. Cause there's so many people yeah. trying to be a part of it. So it really is like be abused or be forgotten once you make it there. Okay. Well, yeah. So it's, it's really, it's scary. And like, did you watch the Nikki tutorials um, video with Adele? The she no. It's basically like Nikki tutorials is doing like her makeup and she's interviewing her and stuff. And there's a part of it where, um, Adele's like oh they only gave me my password for my social medias um, during quarantine and I'm like so Adele is she in some sort of like conservatorship or something do you know what I mean it's like yeah. how can she not have the passwords to her own accounts Which yeah is really weird it's really weird how celebrities so many of them have this brand of on social media you're getting the real authentic me and it's like no you're not you know I know a lot of people give Rihanna shit because I don't follow her on Instagram because her Instagram is basically just promo for Rihanna. You know, it's just like pictures of her and it's not actually like what she's having for breakfast or things like that. Um, But to me, I'm kind of like, "Ah, there's no shame in that, you know, like at least you're upfront about, okay, this is for business rather than having a team act like it's something personal when it's not. Yeah. It's like false advertising, isn't it? Like you're just, yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about, I would love to pick your brain on this idea of cloning celebrities or replacing people. So like I have seen this all over. I feel like when I ask people what celebrity conspiracy theory, do you know, the first one they talk about is Avril Lavigne being a clone. Yeah. (laughs) And then I've heard, um, Paul McCartney is a clone or like they died and then they were replaced with someone who looked just like them. What are your thoughts on that? Because like, I'm always down for a good conspiracy theory, but I just have no idea how in the fuck you would clone somebody. So I, maybe I'm like more likely to believe that they died and they were replaced, but like, how do you clone someone? This is what I'm saying, because if you clone somebody, you can't just clone them like for the likes of Britney Spears. So everyone's like, oh my God, she has a clone, blah, 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 blah. But like, she would have had to been cloned from birth. Well, she would have been cloned and then the Britney clone would have to like grow up. Like they have to be born from like babies. They can't just be born as a 20 year old. Yeah. Cause you can clone an embryo or whatever. Yeah, right. So you can make you, a twin. Yeah. But you can't, they can't just be, they can't just appear like the same age as you are now. Do you know what I mean? It's just, totally. so that's the part where I'm like, eh, that's really weird. But I do believe that maybe, because if you think about it, like Elvis, for example, there is so many Elvis impersonators and some of them do look scarily like them. Really good. They're really yeah. good. Yeah. The same with Britney Spears as well. Yes. There, there's a couple people on TikTok where I'll go through and they'll be live and they're like Britney Spears fans, but they're also impersonators. And a couple of times I'm like, holy shit. You know that girl who looks almost exactly like Ariana Grande? Oh yeah, she is identical. She is. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're trying to be her. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like sometimes she definitely leans into it. But Mm -hmm. if you dress, like if I tried to look like Ariana Grande, it wouldn't work because I don't look like her. So when she tries to look like Ariana Grande, well, guess what? They have the same face. They look almost identical. It's creepy. They do. It's, it's, oh my God, she's the image. But then I've seen her in some, I think her name is Paige Nyman, I think. Yes, it's Paige. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen her in interviews and then she looks totally different. And I'm like, is she using some sort of like filter? Yeah. Remember that Kylie Jenner one? There was like a Kylie Jenner TikTok account. Like it was a girl. It was very obvious to me that it was like a deep fake. But oh, people, 
maybe. Yes, yes, yes. I saw it. And that was a deep fake. I've also seen, I mean, I think we should start talking about deep fakes because I've seen yes. some videos where people use technology and they'll do a TikTok dance and then they'll have four panels of the screen where it's them doing the dance, but it's Taylor Swift's face on them. And it's Selena Gomez and it's Lana Del Rey and it's Doja Cat. And they basically use a deep fake software to mimic their face, to make it look like everything they're doing is what Taylor Swift is doing. And deep fakes, I feel like are coming up more and more now. And especially a lot in the porn industry, like there are so many porn videos of people putting Selena Gomez's teenage face on porn actresses and making it look like Selena Gomez is giving someone a blowjob or things like yeah. that. It's so it's very disturbing. It's very dangerous. Like, and somebody said before what happens if for example because barack obama and stuff has been deep faked and i'm sorry but i am convinced i've done a lot of videos about how biden is he looks he just it looks like somebody is wearing a joe biden mask like he doesn't look like he looks insane like i for, he definitely got work done a hundred percent and the yeah. first like when he was running against i'm like who was it trump how could i forget when he yeah. was running against trump i was like oh he got some good work done but now I see a video of him and I'm like okay there's something like off it's off completely but like that if people are making deep fakes of political figures like for example like I seen you did a video about um Putin oh yeah I, you have some balls because I would be so afraid I was Putin like scares oh. the shit out of me Putin's terrifying, terrifying. yeah <laughs> but like if someone made a video a deep fake of him or like Kim Jong un or whatever like can you imagine saying like i declare a war or something <gasps> that's yeah. terrifying because like it's they're so believable they're incredible and there's someone who um on youtube they are a barack obama impersonator and they did a collab with someone who has that deep fake software so they did the voice of obama and he was saying like something ridiculous it 100 percent looked like him and then you think of how trump almost sent us into nuclear war with north korea when he tweeted something like back when he was president about like it's just like something stupid and everyone was like oh my god you're tweeting about nuclear war with north korea right now so if a tweet can be that impactful imagine a video a deep fake video of him saying something so i mean and then everyone people that don't believe in conspiracy theories and don't believe in deep fakes or whatever it'll be like that's a conspiracy theory he clearly said it and then you're like well actually that is a deep fake and now you thought we were crazy but yeah now we're in like a world war or something because so, of somebody yeah do you want to know something epstein related when everything was coming out the very first time with jeffrey epstein this was like 2019 when the case happened in new york um, there were, you know how you can do that thing on Google to see which keywords more people search for and which articles yeah. are made. So everyone started searching for, you know, Epstein and Clinton, Epstein and Clinton, and a bunch of articles were pushed about from all of these different media companies talking about deep fakes and how deep fake technology exists and it can make any politician look like they're in a compromising situation, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh my God, I wonder if pictures of Epstein and Clinton or Clinton getting up to something are going to be released and they're going to be like, it's just a deep fake. I mean, even with Prince Andrew, there's that photo of him with one of Epstein's victims and both Ghislaine and Andrew have talked about that video and they both say it's doctored and it's photoshopped. 
when it's very clearly not like it's from the nineties, you have a physical photograph of it. This isn't something that you're, it's not a JPEG, you know? Yeah. See, but see, this is it. They can use it then the other way for their advantage and be like, nope, that's fake. Yes. And then, so we're now well, in this real world. We're having actual photographic evidence with deep fakes. Soon photographic evidence isn't going to matter because deep fakes are going to be. So the only thing you can do is have Bill Clinton come on a dress that you're wearing. And like now semen is the right. only evidence. Like you're going to have to get skin underneath your fingernails for everything because photos don't count now. But this is what I mean about Bill Clinton. So he's obviously denying having anything to do with like Epstein Island and stuff. Why would anybody believe him after the Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. I just don't understand. Like he's, he's a guy who lies about what he's up to sexually. Like this has been proven. I just think it's such a shame with the Epstein thing. And I'd be curious to know your take as someone who lives in Ireland, but politics divide us so much. Mm. And I feel like it's almost, I consider myself moderate politically, even though I'd probably vote left. And I think I love talking to other conspiracy theorists because I just feel like they are open-minded about all of these things where it's like you, everyone's on the table. You know, if something about Weinstein comes out, something about Epstein, you're going to consider all people. You're not going to let politics cloud your head. And I just feel like, especially with Trump, so many people hate him that it's just pushed people so severely to the left that, you know, it's just, you end up standing for something that, might be bad because you don't want to support Trump. I feel like this is like the QAnon. They like love Trump, don't they? They think that Trump, which I find insane, the QAnon people think that Trump is actually here to save the world from all of the pedophiles that exist. And he's like behind the work, just doing like nonprofit pro bono work to try and save children, which is crazy to me. I'm like, that makes me feel sick. because He can't I, even not cyber bully Greta Thunberg. Like what makes yeah. you think that he's going to save children? <laughs> also, all of the things that about him and his daughter, and there's multiple files online of people that have, you know, put lawsuits out against him for like assault. So I'm like, hello, are you... And he said really weird things about Ivanka too, saying that like if she wasn't his daughter, daughter. he would sleep with her. Like that's fucking weird. Like that is... Oh. Like, so I don't know how anyone personally can like defend him in that area. I'm like, how? Because the evidence is there. Well, I suppose they're like, they're queuing on. So they're going to be, you know, extremists or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they also think like there's loads of celebrities. Is it, what, what is it called? Gitmore or something? They think You're talking about ad- adrenochrome, the blood that they drink? Yeah, that's to do with Epstein Island. That's actually, do you know what? That's kind of connected to the Marina Abramovich situation as well. I think yeah. she's playing off like the body, like the cake body and they're eating the blood. Yeah, so for people who don't know, this is kind of part of the Illuminati, kind of part of the QAnon theory. People believe that there's this thing called adrenochrome. And basically they believe that the elites and the powerful, like, and this sounds so crazy, but just like, I know. <laughs> stay with me for the craziness. So they believe that the elites like traffic children, young children, and they like scare them or they abuse them. So then that way they're all this adrenaline rushes into their blood and it creates this chemical called adrenochrome. Then they sacrifice the child and drink the blood filled with adrenaline. And something about that blood is really good for you. And it makes you stay young and like healthy. I don't know, maybe there's like collagen in it or like stupid stuff like that. 
And they think everyone drinks it. And that's why like the queen can live so long. And that's why like Ellen DeGeneres can host her show, even though she's like getting older and all of this stuff to me, um, that sounds insane. And I Mm -hmm. think the biggest sign of it being insane is that these people do look old and they, you know, they're like, it keeps you young and fresh forever. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm looking at these people and they don't look so young and fresh. Did also, anybody see Prince um, Philip before he died? Hello. Oh my God. Like he, corpse. Yes. Somebody get him adrenochrome stat. He needs yes. an IV of it. Um, so I just think that's insane. But that is a lot of the times, like you'll see all these crazy things online where they're like, not only is Ellen DeGeneres mean, but she's also eating babies. And it's like, it just takes away from, I almost think that QAnon was created to take away from people finding out the truth about this stuff. Because if you say Ellen is mean and she eats babies, you're going to throw out the whole idea when in reality, she is mean. And if you say Jeffrey Epstein is trafficking children and eating babies, you're going to throw away the whole idea when really there are children being trafficked, but because you put that Q spin on it, now nobody takes you seriously. Yeah. And that's just going back to what a conspiracy terrorist, conspiracy theory, conspiracy terrorist was coined by the CIA. So, yes. you know, it's, I definitely agree what you're saying about the QAnon. It's, it's to make people like me and you who are not a part of it look like we're insane. Yeah. And what's really upsetting is um, with blind items, people are like, this is all QAnon related. And I'm like, just because people who are part of QAnon believe that Hollywood is abusing children and things like that doesn't mean that it's not happening. And it's taking away from people looking into what is happening. Like there is definitive proof that kids and child actors at Disney and Nickelodeon are being abused by executives, but because the QAnon people are are now for that cause, now everyone's Mm going to view it as ridiculous. Yeah, that's it completely. And it's so it's, but that's why I'm always trying to reiterate. I'm like, I'm not saying this is true. I'm just yes. talking about it. Like, don't, you know, don't like, like label me as like one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. What is, I'm curious to know, what is a conspiracy theory that most people would find crazy, but you kind of think that there's some stuff going on behind it. Oh, oh my God. Where do I even begin with this one? Have you heard the conspiracy theory about Tom Hanks? is that like that he has like contracts it's that he is tom cruise i'm thinking of sorry (laughs) yeah no tom hanks it's a theory that he um is uh alleged like a pedo and he has abused kids and it kind of comes out of cue but there's some like weird things that line up with it and i just found that really shocking because i was like tom hanks like i thought you would put him on the list of people that like never would be involved in that so it's kind of loved him like he was like one of my favorite actors like because he's always the good guy in all movies and stuff yeah, like that always... yeah but now like I didn't want to believe it at the start but since like the whole Epstein Island thing came true I'm like I wouldn't be surprised I genuinely I just you can't think anyone's a good guy now because you just don't know you just really don't know it's also interesting too. Like I like to think that I'm open-minded, but my bias completely falls into it. And it's, it takes me a lot of work to try and undo it. Like, Mm. let's say for example, I love Taylor Swift. If she was on Epstein's flight log, my immediate thought would be like, there's no way that's absolutely not true. And like, I think everyone would think that, 
But also at the same time, I've never met Taylor Swift. I don't know her. And so many of these people, you see a celebrity act like the good guy, or you see a singer sing songs about love and family, and you think that they could never be associated with that. But it's happened with uh, Bill Cosby. It's happened with Ellen DeGeneres. And it's like, how many more times do we have to be surprised before we get the message that some of these actors are acting and some of these stand-up comedians are doing bits on a stage and we don't actually know these people. Yeah, that's it. That's so true. Like if you're a good actor, you're going to be able to, you know, dupe anyone. Yeah. You know, kind of, that's just what it is. I'm thinking about something here, actually. Sorry, I'm just looking at my little, I wrote my little list down. Yeah, yeah. Take your time. We can always edit out anything. Yes. Um, do you believe that... Um, did you ever hear any of the blind items about Ariana Grande? Oh. Well, why am I even asking you? Of course you did. Like you're like yeah. blind item queen. <laughs> which which one specifically are you talking about? I find it really interesting how all because I've done a bit of a deep dive on Ariana Grande um just back in September on Crazy Days and Nights. And I found it really interesting how all of the blind items about Ariana Grande leading up to the awful Manchester um bombings. All the blind items were about how like much of a bully she was, like how nasty she was. Total diva attitude. Yeah. 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 And then after that, it's all like, like kind of, I don't know, like people like love her now and, you know, they're so sympathy, like she's going through it and all, which God, like that was absolutely horrendous. What happened? Like totally awful. And I was actually at the Dublin, um, the Dublin show two days before the Manchester show because she'd done Dublin and then she had like a day off and then she obviously went to England or whatever and then she was in Manchester so it was literally two days so I like I was totally like devastated by that because it was so scary how like you, you'd never think something like that would happen at like an Ariana Grande concert because yeah. a lot of people like didn't even really know her like around here like I remember I was in work and I was like oh I'm bringing my little sister to see Ariana Grande on Friday night let's say and people were like who who and now I don't think there's anybody that doesn't know who she is. Yeah. So, but also I've seen a lot of blind items saying that like she has like a drug problem. Can we say that? I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Allegedly yeah. she <laughs> Allegedly, she's hooked yeah. on drugs and that's what I find it to me. It's surprising when I found out that a celebrity is sober, you know? Yeah. Also just I- to maintain weight. I feel like so many celebrities are hooked on some type of Adderall or cocaine or something like that, because you do Hollywood is obsessed with celebrities staying slim. So I feel like that's also a huge part of it. I seen a theory as well online that like the Kardashians are getting their BBLs removed. Yeah. I saw that they're trying to go K-pop. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. my God. What the hell? Like it's just so wild. It's it's really ridiculous. What do you think of the uh, conspiracy theory around who Khloe Kardashian's father is? Oh, my goodness. So I really don't know what I think. I feel mean even saying like, because like if Robert Kardashian is her dad, like, then it's like really mean saying that he's not. But she does look completely different to the rest of them. Like height wise, everything like she's like the polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah, and NT says that uh, Chris Jenner's hairstylist was paid $30 million to sign an NDA, and Chloe does look a lot like him. I just feel like with a lot of these rumors, and this is something that, as Beyond the Blind says, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And if there have been blinds for years and years and years and rumors about something, I just feel like that doesn't, you know... 
Mm. If, if a rumor didn't have any substance to it, it would fall flat. But rumors that stick around for a while, you know, like if you say that a celebrity is pregnant, well, that rumor is going to fall flat because if they don't have a baby, there's nothing to back it up. But if a rumor sticks around for years, I think typically there's a reason for that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't think that her dad, well, I seen the picture of the hairstylist and she does actually look like him. But then I also seen the pictures of OJ's yes. biological daughter and she looks like her. I know. Isn't I'm that like, crazy? Oh, but imagine finding out your dad was OJ Simpson. Oh my, no. Isn't that ridiculous? At the very least, it's like one of my more favorite conspiracy theories to dive into. Because like looking at pictures and comparing to see who someone's dad could be, that's just like a fun time on Google during a Sunday afternoon to me. And I feel bad. I'm like, imagine somebody saying that your real dad was actually a murderer. Right? Yeah, no, no. And there's a big one going around that Lady Gaga, and I think personally, I I don't believe this one. Uh But it's fun. Like it's, it's weird. People think that Lady Gaga is Amy Winehouse. But she oh. changed the character. Yeah, did you not see that? It's been all over my timeline anyway. And, but, but like Lady Gaga was already out. She was already, yeah, a thing when Amy Winehouse was a thing. How does that work? I don't know, but like I'm here for the craziness, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like the Avril Lavigne one. I don't think I believe that one either. No, me neither. Also like sometimes celebrities get work done when they're like oh my god there's no way she got a facelift she must have been cloned I'm like well I don't know a facelift is like five thousand dollars and I could get one here in Manhattan and cloning someone is impossible so like like why did that theory take off I know but speaking of uh impossible theories what do you know about lizard people or Mark's the idea that Mark Zuckerberg is a reptile or he's a robot like that one gives me so much joy because Mark Zuckerberg, he looks like a Sim who is brought to life. Yeah. He really, really, especially in the ad for the metaverse, he yes. literally looks just, it's just a Sim. It's not even him. I don't think he's definitely like CGI, like totally. <laughs> he's just so, there's something that you've heard of the uncanny valley, right? Where like, if something looks human-like, but it's not human, it gives you this uneasy feeling. Yes. Um, I think like the Polar Express, to me, certain like claymation, or if you see like robots that they're trying to make into humans, you just get this weird pit in the feeling of your stomach and you're like, there's something not right. Yeah. Which, definitely. by the way, that theory, they say it's, it's evolutionarily ingrained in us to not trust things that are appearing to be human, but they're not. So like, wax figures look creepy or um you know th- things like that like the okay, characters in the polar express me. and they say evolutionarily now i'm really going crazy i hope please nobody give this like one star because you think i'm off my rocker this is just like a fun <laughs> episode i'm not like promoting oh. any of this um but some people say that evolutionarily that's in us because maybe aliens came to earth and tried to blend in but we had to protect ourselves and figure out what is human or what's just pretending to be human so that's why this uncanny valley exists now because evolutionarily to protect our species we need to know who's one of us and who isn't so that's why certain robots and things like that scare us that is i have a story okay now people are really going to think i'm crazy right now but i actually did speak about this like I'm like, what is wrong with me sometimes? I'm, I just spiral. I'm spiraling right now. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's, it's hilarious. We're, di- we're just, we're interested. Yeah. But it was, I done this in January. It was like three videos I done, but it was 
way back in 2018 okay so my boyfriend had to go in for an operation right so when we were downstairs in like the lobby of the hospital there were these two people right and they were like unusually tall but they were both the exact same height and they had like long black coats on I'm I know it's starting to sound like men in black but yeah wait right it's crazy and they were like an older I'd say they were like in their late 50s early 60s and they both had glasses on but they just look like a male and female version of each other right and I seen them and like that I got like a really weird feeling in my stomach and I was like oh they're kind of creeping me out a little bit right mm-hmm. then my boyfriend went in for his operation and then I was with his mom and his like mom's boyfriend and we were just at like the Starbucks in the hospital and I seen them again right so it's not like they could have been visiting somebody like that's just you know coincidence that they were there but I did get that feeling that they were really strange then that night okay I was going back to my nana's to stay there right Uh and literally okay so where the where the hospital was it's like over the north side of Dublin and then my nana's is over the south side so like they wouldn't be yeah it's not just the Starbucks at the hospital it's an entirely new location yeah and I walked in to my nana's like she lives in like well she lived in like a little square like a little small like um estate right and they walked out of it as I was walking in like I'm not even joking this is weird and they looked at me well I would have shit my pants I'm like already (laughs) feeling weird sitting here and I was I ran into my nana's and I was like hi and I was like looking around going what just happened to me my inner parallel universe are the men in black coming for me because I like talk about aliens all the time like what is going on not never happened after that but I just cannot believe that I seen them three times in one day okay the first two occasions as we said hospital could have been visiting somebody in for yeah. whatever but then at my nana's like completely so far away from the hospital oh my god dude that is so and I I feel like our biggest sign which um I have kind of like a conspiracy theory of my own where I feel like there are some things that people try to people try to kind of turn humans into robots right like I feel like we, we live in this world where they're like turn off your emotions just be logical logic rules over emotions facts rule over feelings Um, Mm -hmm. the best thing you could do is work 12 hours a day and climb that corporate ladder and grind, 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 uh, you know, produce, produce, produce. And I feel like one of the things like astrology, oh, we laugh at it. Holistic medicine, we laugh at it. The idea of, you know, keeping your heart healthy by eating plants. No, no, no. Just take this blood thinner that will do it for you. You know, I I feel like we're kind of asked to turn off these gifts that we have naturally. And one of the things we're kind of asked to turn off over time is intuition. And intuition is so powerful. It's like such a gut feeling. And I feel like there are different things that kind of tell you to ignore it. Like nowadays, right? You know how sometimes you'll be walking home and someone's coming to you on the sidewalk and you're like, Ooh, like, I don't feel good about who they are. And then I feel like society is like, you're stereotyping, you're judgmental, anyone could be a friend. So, so many times I have gut feelings about things. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? Like maybe I'm being crazy or maybe it's my anxiety or blah, blah, blah. But we do have this like hidden key within us that can just tell, it can just tell when something's off. And I've heard so many stories from families and friends where they were like, you know, I had this gut feeling to not go into, you hear people like, 
something happened, I didn't want to go into work like 9-11 happened or like I had this gut feeling not to visit my sister and like the bridge to her place collapsed that day. So I really, I don't, you know, I'm not very religious, but I do believe that there's something out there energetically where like we as humans exist in this world and we can sense when something's off. Yeah, Yeah, we can totally. That's what I'm always saying. Like your gut feeling, it has never steered me wrong in the past. Like mm-hmm. even when I meet somebody like them, well, I didn't actually meet them, but like wasn't actually having a conversation with them, but the circumstances around that and how I seen them just it felt so off. But like even if I meet somebody in the street or whatever, like you were saying, and I'm like, ew, like there's something so off about them. Like I just feel like my stomach is gonna turn. Like they're just not a good person. Then yes. I'll find out like, oh, they're not a good person. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, can, you can, that yeah. happens sometimes with friends too, and it's creepy oh, when yeah. things like love bombing exist because you'll be like. And, and these terms exist too. Like sometimes I'll meet a girlfriend, a friend of a friend, and I'll just be like, I just don't, I'm getting a bad vibe. But if you tell someone that they'll be like, it's internalized misogyny. You just don't like her because she's pretty. And maybe sometimes parts of that are true, of course, but sometimes there is just like hidden within our own body. There's like little cues that tell you if someone's like up to no good or something. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. I like it's and that's what I feel like about like you know like the ancient civilizations you know the way like the great library of Alexandria apparently yes. that like the meaning of life like the great works of Plato sorry I always get in trouble for saying this wrong because my Irish accent so I say Plato but it's really Plato I think no I think it is Plato oh it must yeah. be just people just trying to antagonize me on tiktok <laughs> but, uh, like they always say when i say tree they're like oh putting like an emoji of a christmas tree and I'm like, yeah uh, but yeah like so apparently in the great library of alexandria it held the secrets of life and why we're here and everything and then there are kind of like conspiracy theories that the romans moved it and then there's other conspiracy theories that it the documents that were in the great library of alexandria were actually moved to under the sphinx's paw oh okay like this is one of those things where like how could anyone not enjoy conspiracy theories like the the theory that underneath the sphinx's paw are a bunch of scrolls that tell you about the meaning of life come on that's fun that's so fun it's fun and you know the way people are like aliens didn't build a pyramid and stuff well like obviously scientists nowadays have said like it would have been physically impossible for humans to have you know well, you know what they say it it would have been physically possible for humans to build the pyramids but it would have taken about five thousand years and the yeah. and they did it within the time span of a few years and that's where the nephilim come in so like people think that there were actually giants on earth at the time and they helped to build the pyramids because yeah, it's so it's, see, it's so I've heard so many theories about that. I've heard theories too that like back then human beings could like engage in telekinesis. So they were building the pyramids with like their mind. The pyramids are just, and that's one of those things too, where I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe it's not true. Who knows what's true, right? Like there is a true answer out there somewhere. But God, isn't it fun to just sit around a campfire and theorize on what could have happened? It's it's make-believe. It doesn't hurt anyone. And like, it's fun. That's what it I think. I do think, though, that human beings back then were actually, this is just my personal beliefs. I genuinely believe that they were actually more advanced than we are today. Mm. Like, we think, we think that, oh, my God, we're the most advanced, like, civilizations on Earth. Like, we're 
as advanced as humans have ever been but i personally believe that back then like ancient civilizations and stuff the knowledge that they had like the way they you know built things and like all the prophecy stories and everything and even the hieroglyphs and stuff like i just feel like they were just so much more advanced than us and then well, some- i think of that all the time because even that like i the other day i was walking through manhattan and i crossed the street and i went into a cvs and i had a moment where i was like god damn look at us human beings like there's no way a monkey could do this a ladybug couldn't do this even though typically i'm of the mindset that like species speciesism is real and we don't treat animals with the respect that we should um but i was walking to that cvs and i was like look what we built this is amazing but then i'll have a moment where i sit back and i go I have no idea how my iPhone works. Like sure humans built it, but if you left me out in the woods and you even gave me the tools to put it together, I don't know how the fuck the internet works. Wi-Fi, the fact that I can press a button and people are paid and it's just like numbers on a screen somewhere. I'm like, okay, maybe humans did this in general, but like, I don't think I'm the most advanced of the species. Like a cheetah could do more stuff than me. I I make TikToks in a bathrobe, you know? I know. (laughs) It's scary. It is actually, when you think about it, my head hurts. Like, as I said, I spiral. I'm thinking of this and then it leads to something else. And then I'm like, I'm having a crisis. I'm like, <laughs> what, am I here? what is life? Wait, can I ask, do you know what your Myers-Briggs type is? Oh, yes, I have. Oh, no, see, I'm going to forget it. I know I have the same exact same personality type as Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela and Lady Gaga. So oh, okay. I'm an introvert anyway. You must is- be I-N something. Let's yes. See. I, are yes. you I- INFJ? INFJ, that's me. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I knew it because I feel like people who are N types from Iris Briggs, they're really into conspiracy theories. Yeah. And you know what? My friend, my best friend, he has the exact same personality type as me. And he's the exact same as me. Yeah. We just talk about the same things like all the time. Like we get really deep. Yeah. So, yeah. It's What's yours? I'm ENFP. I feel okay. like the, the N types are always the ones to be yeah. like, ooh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, I know we're at the hour. I don't want to keep you for too long, but there's one more thing that I want to get your take on because I don't know if you listened to the girls from Celebrity Memoir Book Club, but they recently covered Yolanda Hadid's book. Oh, what do you think of all of the celebrities who have Lyme disease? I think it's the Hadids, it's Justin Bieber, it's Afro Levine. And I follow this YouTuber, a lot of people think she's problematic, Shallon Lester, and she used to work for Star Magazine. She she hates Lena Gomez, doesn't she? Yeah, she hates yeah. Lena Gomez and she yeah. hates Meghan Markle. She hates a lot of people, but she loves Rihanna. Um, and she was basically saying that she, back when she worked at Star Magazine, she did a deep dive onto this. And like, out of all the cases of Lyme that happen in the United States, about 95% of them are in Connecticut and the Northeast because that's where most of the ticks are. But it's insane that so many celebrities in LA have Lyme disease and there's like no tick populations there. But doesn't, um, because actually I done a TikTok about Yolanda mm-hmm. two days ago or yes, no. It was the one about ago. Ghislaine Maxwell, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I heard about that. And then I was like, maybe I'm just like imagining things that there was like some theory that she hid Ghislaine in her farmhouse in Pennsylvania. So I was like, right, I need to look this up. And then obviously I found out that the Dutch investigative journalist, he like traced Ghislaine, I always hear her name wrong, Ghislaine's um, uh-huh. IP address to like a donut shop 
in the vicinity of where the Hadid's farmhouse is. And obviously, like she refutes and stuff and it's all alleged and there's actually no concrete like evidence. It's just like speculatory or whatever. But I found that really interesting because, again, like I wouldn't be surprised, like she's kind of high up and obviously she's not like she's been known like to be like a really problematic woman and she's racist. So, you know, red flag, red flag, red flag. But yeah, so her house or farmhouse is in Pennsylvania. So what you're saying, maybe she got it there. I don't know. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Maybe that's where the tank was. Yeah. So, but it's very interesting that all of these celebrities, it's like, okay, they either go on vacation somewhere to the Northeast and they get bit by a tick and they contract Lyme there, or they use a chronic illness that has a lot of questions around it and is you know, still there's no cure and it's still being worked on. And they kind of use that as their excuse for why I can't do my concert or I can't do this interview when really it might be like I'm hungover or I'm on drugs or something yeah. like that. Oh, so that's what you think. It's just like a cover for, you know, it's an excuse basically. Well, here's the thing, like Lyme disease, it, it is, we, we still don't know so much about it. Um, my grandfather actually had it and there's a lot that goes into it, but the cases are rare. They're very, very rare. And for so many of them to affect celebrities, it's just a completely disproportionate percentage where like, let's say a hundred, I'm just throwing out easy numbers. It's like, let's say a hundred people every year in the United States have Lyme disease percentage wise, 50 of them would be celebrities. And it's like, okay, but celebrities aren't 50% of the population across the United States. So why is it disproportionately affecting celebrities, especially when I'm sure the vacations they take, I don't think they're like rolling around in the grass and going on hikes, you know? That's what I was going to say. When I was in New Jersey, when I was working over there, I got um, like ticks, the little brown, like when you get bit by a tick, you have to go to the like medical center and like they had to remove it with like a tweezers and then they'd be able to tell you like oh if it was in long enough like you have to go and get checked for Lyme disease and stuff and I got one and it wasn't in long enough so I was fine like thank god but I know there was another boy at the camp and he said that he got bit like the year prior and he contracted Lyme disease so I don't know but like that like that we were in like long grass like it was totally outdoors like I can't yeah. imagine celebrities like how many ticks yeah. are at the four seasons you know yeah so, who knows yeah. okay um before we wrap up here any like favorite celebrity conspiracy theory you want to talk about that we haven't covered yet okay yeah <laughs> have my list oh I have to ask it's my favorite one uh taylor swift dating carly claus where do you fall on that conspiracy oh when i listened to your podcast about because obviously i've heard the conspiracy theory and i was like i never kind of deep dived into it when i listened to your one it's it's so obvious like that they were an item that's what i think too like when i'm almost i am like excited to die so then that way i can find out what actually happened for some reason i picture heaven as like a huge library where you get to find out everything and i'm just like records yes (laughs) heaven is actually underneath the sphinx's paw and then you read all the books and you're like oh my god it talks about carly claus in here and um that girl i would glee diana agron yeah Actually, the Glee course, what's your take on that? Do you believe in that? Um, yes. And I have an upcoming episode. I've been pulling blind items on the cast. Basically, the episode will be coming out sometime soon. I think I'm going to do it with the Celeb Memoir Book Club girls. But yeah. 
let's just say everyone from Glee was fucking each other. Like it was a huge orgy there, allegedly. (laughs) And um, there's just so many weird, mysterious deaths and suicides that came from that show. Like, I I think the, the strangest one is definitely for me, Naya Rivera. Like she, yeah. that was so and weird. how quick her husband and her sister started dating after her death. I find that so incredibly suspicious. Yeah, I done a YouTube video on that, and I spoke about it, and I was like, "That's that's just too weird." I mean, it's really, and I don't right. deny it, but yeah, and it, it's just weird. I also don't know. I'll talk about this more in the episode, but Matthew Morrison allegedly is really connected to Brian Singer. That um director in Hollywood who has had multiple allegations against him. So it, it basically, a lot of the blinds say that Matthew Morrison and Brian Singer are both allegedly abusing young boys in Hollywood. Ew, oh, ew. I know, which like Matthew Morrison, I just thought yeah. he was cringe. I wouldn't have expected, but there were so many blinds about it. I was like, this is fascinating. And did you know that Chris L of Selling Sunset was engaged to him? Matthew. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I did know that, but I don't, I'm not familiar with Selling Sunset, so I was like, okay, it's just some, like, reality star. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but they get her, yeah. They kind of give, like, she's kind of cringy as well, I think. She kind of gives me cringy energy. I like her, though, but, like, she gives me that, like, cringy kind of, like, oh, facepalm. Yeah, Yeah, just the vibe where you're like, I can't watch too much of this for too long. And when she dances and stuff, I'm like, okay, no, please stop. (laughs) Yeah, please stop. But, um... Yeah, I'm just thinking, do I have any? I have like a list here and then I'm like, I oh, know I have more. Um, do, 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 do. Army Hammer. Oh my God, cannibalism army, right? What the hell? I think it's so insane. And I want to talk to someone. Somebody slid into my um, question box on my website and they said that they would want to come on for an episode because they are involved in the BDSM community. And they were saying that it was such a shame that everything happened with Army Hammer because people read headlines and they go, oh my God, BDSM is abusing women and eating their body and like stuff like that. When really she was like, he, a lot of people say that they're a dom for BDSM, but they're really just an abuser and they try to pass it off as that. And then it gives the BDSM community like a bad rep basically. I just found it insane. Like there are actual text messages. There is evidence of him telling girls he wants to them to cut off their pinky toe and he wants to carry it around or he wants them to get a surgery to remove a rib. So then that way he can barbecue the rib. And it's just, to me, like, I think, you know, obviously, like I say, I'm against cancel culture. I'm like, I think everyone has a chance to redeem and improve themselves if you want to eat someone, I think you're beyond therapy. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going to change. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Cancel, cancel culture, but within reason, like not everybody like. Yeah. People are like cancel yeah. army hammer. And I'm like, no, send him to a facility. You know what I mean? Like he wants to eat people. I feel like uh, you're using the wrong terminology. Yeah. But then like what I think about like when I used to look at army hammer, he used to give me that weird vibe. I used to get a weird vibe from him yeah. and now I know why and I've never met him obviously but I mean just like looking at him on screen and stuff even in Gossip Girl I was like oh I don't know you're a bit weird okay like, you're can a bit, we like, I feel like this could be a fun way to end should we name yeah. some celebrities that just there's no evidence for it keep in mind this is all alleged and speculation but there's just some people that we think something bad is going on there or something might come out like okay. I would say Tom Hanks 
Mm-hmm. I would have said Chrissy Teigen, but everything came out recently about her, but she used to kind of give me that feeling. Agreed. Definitely Chrissy Teigen. Totally. I think I'm trying to think who else I think, I don't think beyond anything's evil with Beyonce. Not at all. No, I don't think Beyonce or Jay-Z. I think they're just so powerful. Like as in terms of like, you know, they're like the duo, like Beyonce and Jay-Z, like they're a power couple. So I think people just kind of think, oh, they're like heads, the Illuminati and stuff. But I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. Oh, I think Drake. I think something is going to come out soon about Drake. Maybe I think Bobby he's... Brown and Drake. Wow. Yeah. Like he just has such a track record of texting young, young celebrities before they turn 18. Um, and I find that really suspicious. Yeah, that's that's really weird. Also, we Nicki Minaj. Like, I know stuff has come out about Nicki Minaj, but like, you know, she's still out and about. And I just think she has so many connections with people who are rotted. There's no way that she doesn't know about any of them. Yeah. I mean, did you see, I don't know if you seen this, obviously Jesse Nelson from Little Mix. Did you hear about the whole thing? Like, no, what happened? So basically Jesse was a member of the girl group Little Mix and they won the X Factor back in 2011. And I, I love them. Like I totally love them, but like she left and there was loads of drama around it. And then she, released her first solo record um and it was like p diddy's bad boy for life but it was her rendition of it so it's called bad boys and she collaborated with Nicki minaj in it right so jesse was accused of blackfishing and stuff in the video Mm. and there was like a whole like debate about it and then also problematic because Nicki minaj was in it and Nicki minaj's husband has all these allegations and yeah but so there was like just a whole controversy around that. And then they done a live together, Nikki and Jesse. And Nikki was like calling out the other like Leanne from Little Mix, like calling her out and being like, oh, she's jealous of this, that and the other. And it just made everything like a million times worse. And then mm. Nikki Minaj just like gets to like walk away from it all. And but people think that she only done that to take the heat off what was going on with her husband, because apparently, allegedly, she blackmailed the the victim to not talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like celebrities are so known for that, right? Like an actual scandal happens and then they'll be like, Ooh, why don't I say on Twitter that Miley Cyrus is fat. So then that way all the headlines will talk about that rather than what's actually going on. Yeah. Distraction. Exactly. Distraction (laughs) and deception. Okay. Fantastic. Well, um, I won't keep you for too long, but everyone can find you. Uh, your handle is skinfluence MSK. Skinfluence by MSK. Oh, Skinfluence by MSK. You'll be tagged in everything. So people Uh can just head there to find you. Um, And you cover not just celebrity conspiracy theories, but you also cover cool stuff about like mermaids and aliens and all of that goodness. And I I do true crime as well, but I do like, I kind of touch off true crime on TikTok, but I do it more so on my YouTube channel that I share with my boyfriend. It's called Mega Jordinary. So if anyone wants to listen. Wait, what's it called? How do you spell that? Mega... Um, M-E-G-A-J-O-R-D-I-N-A-R-Y. Megajordinary. Yeah, because our names. It's, yeah. I love it. Is his name <laughs> Jordan? I'm talking about other people being cringe. Yeah, it is Jordan. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I love talking conspiracy theories with you. Okay, that cut off an awkward way because then we just started talking regular. But I hope you enjoyed that part of the episode. Um, I had a blast. Please, please, please um, check out my socials and follow Megan because she's just, you know, there's too many conspiracies for just one person to cover all of them. So together, 
her and I can knock out <laughs> every weird theory that comes into our head. So I'm going to go over some kind of trending topics that I sourced from you guys over on Instagram. We are going to talk first about Tom Holland. Then we're going to talk about uh, Brian Singer, the new allegations against him, and also James Franco. And somebody had a request for Disney Channel stars and what they're up to. I one day want to do an entire Hannah Montana episode, but I want to talk a little bit about like the curse of Hannah Montana and how some folks have fallen off after that. So let's first start with Tom Holland. So I posted about this on Instagram. We were kind of having like a discussion on what we think because he said in a recent interview, you know, Spider-Man was back for like the, I don't know. It's been in my, in my opinion, I'm sorry, guys, I might be a hater. I'm just like, I don't really get all the superhero stuff. So to me, I'm like, we know what happened with Spider-Man. Why are they redoing the same movie like six different times with different people? Or maybe the script changed. I have no idea. But anyway. He basically said in an interview that he's ready to say goodbye to Spider-Man for someone younger to take the torch, which is interesting because Tom Holland is 25 himself, so like pretty young. And then he also said this quote, I would love to see a future of Spider-Man that's more diverse. Maybe you have a Spider-Gwen or a Spider-Woman. We've had three Spider-Mans in a row. We've all been the same. It would be nice to see something different. And I'm, I'm sure Tom Holland meant the best with this um and you know i agree that that could be cool but i always get a little bit bothered when comments like this happen about including women and making space for them not that it's a bad comment or anything like that it just kind of touched me the same way do you remember when joe biden was running for president and he tweeted my vice president will be a woman that just kind of bugged me because then it's like okay now the woman who gets it she just gets it because you knew that there had to be a slot for a woman rather than her getting that position because of everything that she's done and her own accomplishments and credentials and how she's qualified for the job. So I feel like there are a bunch of things that men sometimes try to do in positions of power where they're like, I'm making way for women. And it's like, uh, or are you just kind of trying to pat yourself on the back? I'm sure Tom Holland seems like a really sweet kid. Um, but I just found that annoying, like make a new movie. I don't want to see a spider woman for First of all, spiders are gross. (laughs) Second of all, like make a new superhero or I'm sure that there's tons of female superheroes that haven't had movies about them. I mean, even goddamn Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson, it took years for her to be able to get a movie of her own. And all of these, meanwhile, they're like Ant-Man and Wasp-Man and all of this stuff. It's like, goddamn, like there are female superheroes out there. I don't want to see a woman stepping into the shoes of a man. I want to see a woman forging her own path. So I don't know. Also, like, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I want to see a superhero movie with women in it that's kind of like the Winx Club, you know what I mean? Or like Teen Titans. Like, I want a bunch of, there's so many female superheroes out there who are like, I'm badass and I'm strong. And I really just want a movie where you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if this takes us back a couple hundred years. I want a bunch of lady superheroes who are in pretty costumes and they're flying around and one of them talks to animals and one of them can heal people and then the other one can sing and I don't know do something with her singing voice and then another person can manipulate water like things like that so no shade to Tom Holland anyway whatever I'm sure he meant well. I do like Tom Holland as much as I give him shit. I just think he's like a little puppy. Anyway then we had this interesting quote of his where he said 
I've spent the last six years being so focused on my career. I want to take a break and focus on starting a family and figuring out what I want to do outside of this world. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, he wants to start a family with Zendaya. I don't think so. I mean, I did a video on this previously and of course I got torn apart for it, but the blind items have always said that him and Zendaya are just like really good friends who sometimes hook up and every time a Spider-Man movie comes out, they push the narrative of the two of them being together for PR to sell the movie. But Tom is just cheating on her left, right and center. Like he's always with other girls. And I just feel like Tom Holland is one of those guys who wants to do the good boy, nice guy, golden child act for the cameras. But in the middle of the night, he's like Instagramming girls on DMs. You know what I mean? Okay, I also want to talk about the allegations against Brian Singer. So Brian Singer, he's like a very, very well-to-do filmmaker. He's done The Usual Suspects. He's done X-Men, Superman Returns. Sorry, X-Men. There I go again. (laughs) Superman Returns and the recent Bohemian Rhapsody movie, like the biopic about Queen and everything like that. And for years, he has been in the blind items as this producer or I guess would you say director I think he's a director whatever a filmmaker and he has been allegedly abusing young boys in Hollywood since the beginning of time like his name is in the blind items as much as Harvey Weinstein's is as much as anyone like that who else is it other than I guess Kevin Spacey and Kevin Spacey and Brian Singer did have a very close relationship whatever Allegations have come out against him, but not enough to like fully bury him like they did with Harvey Weinstein. I mean, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, it came out in 2018. And if you take away the COVID years, because like no one was really doing any movies during COVID, it was basically he was doing movies right up until COVID. And let's just say like if I, someone who reads blind items, know all of these rumors about Brian Singer, there's no doubt in my mind that all of Hollywood knows this. But... A recent piece came out in Variety. I'm going to link this to my Instagram story probably the day after this goes out. Um, But if you just type into Google, the title of it is My Traumatizing Years with Brian Singer. And it's a really good piece. It'll probably take you about 10 minutes to read, but it's worth it. And it's by this guy, Blake Stewerman. He's now 30, but he met Brian Singer when he was literally 18. Um, in 2009 in New York City and he gives this full description of everything that happened when they met and how he was abused and traumatized by Brian Singer and the entire piece it it's I can't read all of it I don't really want to like copy what someone else wrote I really really suggest you read it Um, but he basically talks about how he met Brian when he was 18 and he looked like he was 15 at the time. I'll be posting pictures to my Instagram too because it is so shattering to see pictures. I cannot believe he was 18. Apparently Brian Singer asked to see his license because he looks, I mean, he looks like he's actually 12 and apparently that's what Brian Singer is into. Boys who are literally just 18 but look like they're prepubescent and that is what Blake looks like. So He talks about how he met Brian Singer, like they went to this fancy dinner at Nobu. He was totally out of water. He went back to his hotel room with him and all of these things that, you know, Brian was doing, flaunting his power, his money, his wealth in front of him and how he ended up moving to L.A. to help work with Brian Singer. Then he found out that Brian was basically like abusive. You had to walk on eggshells around him. Anything could set him off. How Brian would have all of these parties with, um 
young gay men in Hollywood and they would all come over to his apartment and Brian would just kind of pick a couple of the young boys to come up with him and have sex and then drop them back out. Like basically this has corroborated blind items that I have been reading for years and I have an episode planned next month about um, blind items with the cast of Glee and Matthew Morrison. I, I talked about this, I'm pretty sure, earlier in the conspiracy part of the episode. Allegedly, Matthew Morrison has been working with Brian Singer to make these abusive kind of orgy parties happen in Hollywood. So I think that this piece really just kind of blew the lid out of the water. I will link it. Um, Please read it and please join me in trying to curse Brian Singer to fucking hell. I mean, this guy sounds like the worst. Let's also talk about James Franco. He recently spoke out and kind of addressed allegations that have been going on around him, honestly, for years, but mostly in 2018. I'm such a conspiracy theorist, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Like, if I had been accused of sexual assault or abuse or anything like that, I also would address it right before the holiday season because you know nobody's going to pay attention to it. Um, I also think that's part of the reason why Ellen got so canceled is because her cancellation came about two weeks after everyone was in lockdown, so we were bored and had nothing to do. Anyway, so just to highlight this because yes, it is the holiday season, but I'm still interested in finding out what's going on with James Franco. Basically, there have been allegations about James Franco since like forever. I don't know if anyone else remembers how he hooked up with an underage girl off of Instagram and he knew that she was underage and had her come to his hotel room, just like really rancid stuff. And um, anyway, things really came to a head where in 2018, he was at the Golden Globes. He actually accepted a Golden Globe Award, and he was wearing a pin for Time's Up, the nonprofit that is all about supporting victims of sexual harassment. And that was really what flew everyone into a rage. They were like, not only are you abusing and assaulting women, but you're going to try and wear a Time's Up pin, you stupid motherfucker. Anyway, (laughs) so at that point, five different women had accused him of inappropriate or sexually exploitative behavior. And then the next year, two different actresses and his two business partners, um, also came out with accusations against him. So he's been taking time off. Not that anyone noticed because like it's COVID basically. So he recently was in an interview and he spoke about this and he, it was like this weird thing where he was kind of trying to take responsibility for it, but not accountability, if that makes sense. Anyway, he, he admitted that he slept with students, not his own students, but other students who were a part of, um, you know, he wasn't his specific teacher, but he was a professor at the institute that they went to. Anyway, and he said, that was wrong, but it's not why I started the school. It wasn't a master plan on my part, which is like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> it's That's like someone saying, like, the murder wasn't premeditated, but I did murder someone. It's like, okay, yeah, the, the murdering part is what we're concerned about, not the premeditation. Anyway, and it's also just really weird. He had this like school where he taught folks about acting and sex scenes and things like that. And a lot of the students said that nudity was often required of them. And uh, if they didn't want to be nude, James Franco would kind of like freak out in class and things like that. He also kind of tried to pivot to his sobriety, saying that he was sober and he wasn't drinking. So then in his mind, he kind of convinced himself that like, everything he was doing was virtuous because like he wasn't drinking so you know it's fine to have sex because you know i'm sober while it's happening so that must mean that it's good which is just like a really really weird way to think about anything um 
I don't know. And I feel bad saying this. I recently watched The Morning Show, which is all about, you know, kind of the Me Too movement. And I do think that there is a way for men to learn and come back after things like this. I just think it takes more than a year. (laughs) I I really do. Because I think you kind of have to unlearn a bunch of things and then re-educate yourself. And I don't know. I just, James Franco, he's just kind of always been rotted too. So not a fan. Okay, and lastly, we're going to talk about Disney Channel stars and kind of where they end up. I feel like there's kind of two sides of the spectrum where if you're a Disney Channel star, you might end up kind of in the good PR area, like the Selena Gomez, the Zendaya, the Hilary Duff of the world. And then you have the folks like Miley Cyrus, Bella Thorne, Demi Lovato, where people are like, oh my God, they've gone completely off the rails. So I'm just going to cover some of the folks that we think (laughs) have gone off the rails. Um, Starting with the folks from Hannah Montana, let's talk about Mitchell Musso, who played, oh my God, like, why am I forgetting his name? Oliver from Hannah Montana. So he uh, was arrested for driving while intoxicated and underage. This was in 2011. He was 20, and he was just driving under the influence in California, um, which, you know, very, very scandalous. There's also, I I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name right, Moses Arias. He was the guy who played Rico. (laughs) And he, I'm going to post a picture of him to Instagram. He looks absolutely crazy now. He looks so different from Rico. And he was in a controversy because in 2014, when he was 20 at the time, he was photographed shirtless in bed with Willow Smith, who was 13 at the time, 20 to 13. And this actually triggered an investigation um, by the LA County Department of Child Children and Family Services. So he had to be like investigated for that. And TMZ had a report on it being like, it's creepy, but it's not illegal. Anyway, that photo will also be up on Instagram, but I thought that was pretty crazy. In terms of other folks, oh, also like Lindsay Lohan, I think we forget because she wasn't on a Disney Channel show, but she was a Disney girl in all of the movies. Um, and I feel like, you know, everybody knows what's going on with Lindsay Lohan. Also, Shia LaBeouf is another person. We forget that he came out of the Disney machine. And Shia LaBeouf is just... Let's just say I would never want to be in a room with Shia LaBeouf because I feel like he's a powder keg that could go off at any moment. So he's had issue with alcohol. He's had anger issues. He's been arrested multiple times. Um, He's also been involved with trespassing, disorderly conduct, assault, and drunk driving. So Mitchell Musso is not looking so bad anymore once you put him next to Shia LaBeouf. And he's done like weird public stunts too. I think it's actually, to be honest... I think it's a little bit weird that Sia cast him in her music video and other people have featured him. I don't know. Maybe he's doing like a redemption tour now, but I just think if someone has anger issues, I don't like unless they've gone to therapy or really taken care of it, I would feel nervous having them on set. Demi Lovato, I feel like we kind of all know what's happening there. Um, I really liked, by the way, Demi Lovato's documentary. Like, it was kind of everything that I wish Taylor Swift's Miss Americana documentary was, because let's be honest, I love you, Taylor, but that was not a documentary. That was a that was a pluff pluff. I was trying to say fluff and PR at the same time. It was a pluff piece. Um, it just I feel like we didn't really get to here's how you know it was kind of a fluff piece. No one was really interviewed other than Taylor Swift. So she was the only one speaking on herself. Whereas for a good documentary, you know, you interview family members, you interview people that have worked with them, you interview a friend that they're not friends with anymore, things like that to get the full story. 
But Demi's documentary, they've really talked about, sorry, I, I really want to make sure I don't misgender. If I do, it's just a mistake. Anyway, Demi, they really talked about um, everything that happened. And, and Demi opened up saying basically that um, they had problems with abusing drugs. They had problems with anger. They hit one of their backup dancers, which like, honestly, like that story was kind of iconic, although you know, not good. Um, so I remember Demi said in the documentary that they couldn't go half an hour with cocaine, things like that. And that's just, I really appreciate that in a documentary because people will say, oh, I've struggled with drugs or, oh, it's been so hard. Tell me what drug, tell me how you struggled. I, I thought it was really authentic and I, I, I liked it. Um, that being said, Demi is now singing to ghosts and talking about how you can't call aliens aliens. So the jury's out. Now I'm looking at an article here that says that Dylan and Cole Sprouse turned out fine. They certainly did not. I have a TikTok video up about the both of them. I think that they're rotted. Um, Orlando Brown is somebody that a lot of people think kind of came, came off of the wrong side of Disney. He played Eddie on that. So Raven, and, um, he was pretty controversial in 2014. He was charged with public intoxication and disturbing the peace when he threatened to kill a woman. And then two years later, he was charged with battery and drug possession and he allegedly hit his girlfriend and was carrying meth. So I think that, um, that's something that not a lot of people would probably know of. Okay, also Jake T. Austin. To me, he was like the Rico of Hannah Montana, but he played Max on Wizards of Waverly Place. He was the youngest brother. So after Wizards of Waverly Place, blah, 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 Wizards of Waverly Place, he starred on the ABC family show The Fosters. Um, and I think some people think that that role kind of went to his head, whatever, who knows. But he had a meltdown at the Teen Choice Awards in 2014. Witnesses say that it's because a worker didn't know who he was, so he threw things at a staffer and then he just stomped off completely. And then later he was involved in a four car hit and run. His car slammed into three parked cars. Um, and then people inside the car with him threw vodka out the window and called a service to pick them up. So they were obviously drinking and he ended up being arrested for drunk driving later. So that's pretty interesting. Um, Zach Efron, I don't think I would say that he's kind of off the rails, but he did admit to having, um, a drug problem. He has checked himself years ago into rehab for a cocaine addiction. Um, and he's also admitted to having an alcohol problem and saying that he was attending AA meetings. But to me, I, I don't view that as off the rails because like you checking yourself into rehab, you going to AA to me, if anything, I, I view that as virtuous activity. Oh, and how could I forget Jason Earls, um, the guy who played Jackson, Hannah Montana's brother, he actually killed an old lady. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually just fucking with you guys. I wanted to see if anyone would believe that for a second. Okay. <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we also have a very exciting episode coming up. We just have like so many things in the backlog. So apologies for not doing a typical like blind items on the cast of xyz there's just been so many cool opportunities to collab lately that i've been doing that but we will get back to the blind items soon and um i hope everyone had a wonderful break and i will see you in a week bye guys